Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 92 of the Vacationeer Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joined alongside my panel of Ian and Joe. You guys ready to ride? Oh, yeah. I'm ready to ride. Ready to ride indeed. Hey, happy Labor Day. Make sure you don't wear white after Monday. <laughs> Joe, do you know what that, <laughs> what, what does that signify? Summer's over, you're not supposed to wear white. What, what? I don't, under, I never understood why. It, it's, an, it's an antiquated fashion rule from the time when women weren't allowed to wear pants. Uh, white pants specifically then? It was just white well, in no, general. Just right? pants in, you know, when women weren't allowed to wear pants in general. It's just one of those old great-grandmother things. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can get behind that role. Let's bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> All right. This episode, we will be discussing Busch Gardens Williamsburg's newest event, Taste of Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Essentially, it's a poor man's food and wine event. Uh, and we have a little bit of news uh, before we get started. But before we do that, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. The YouTube channel, Vacationers Podcast, go check it out. Our latest video is Taste of Bush Gardens Williamsburg event. Uh, we did have a comment. No, this is what I'd like. Okay, so let me say for Joseph. Yeah, Joseph left a comment. And he gave us a, I think he's, we have one thumbs down, which I assume it was Joseph. But what I like about this is he told us why he gave us a thumbs down. And essentially, he said that uh, you know the video is basically us going around the park, and we didn't really dig too much into the food aspect of it, and we didn't show like the signage and stuff, mm-hmm. and which is a valid point. And what happened was, in which I, I replied to him, and I told him to check out this episode because we would have more detail in this. That I went around with my GoPro, and you know the GoPro when you when you shoot video with a GoPro, it's not like your phone where it's one for one your distance. The GoPro, like to get the wide view and stuff, it kind of, it's a wide angle. So it kind of not, what's the term I'm looking for? It doesn't zoom in. It kind of zooms out almost. You know what I mean? It's a very distorted image. Yeah, but it doesn't look distorted. It's just that it's a wide angle lens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, A little bit. A little bit. It does on the edge. On the edge. On the edge. Yeah. On the edge. But so I, I recorded a bunch of the signage with my phone or with my GoPro. And then after I was editing the video, I realized you, it was basically, you couldn't read it. It was your legible. So I just cut it out. So yeah, a lot of the food items we didn't actually get to, uh, you didn't, we didn't get to show on the video itself. Uh, and I'll get more into the event as a, as a food part anyway, but we'll get more in more in depth, but that was nice. You know, you get a, you know, you get a thumbs down, but they tell you why. So I appreciate that. And I, and I did say thanks for your feedback and I wasn't being snarky when I did say that. I actually, sincerely meant thanks for your feedback <laughs> you get a, you know, well, it's a way to improve it for next time yes exactly and next time like I, I told him i usually like if we did a full-blown food and wine event like we did last year we spend the day we're taking pictures we're eating all the food this was more of a just you know we're, we're kind of a cruising by it type of thing like we weren't sampling all the food even though i wanted to sample more but we'll get into that in a second or a little bit why i did it oh my lord yeah, it wasn't a full-blown food and wine type of review episode, but uh, yeah, it was all good. Thank you, sir. Uh, we will take that into account. 
Also, we have, if you like that one, go check out our special member sneak peek of coasters and craft brews that happened last month at Busch Gardens Williamsburg. That video is doing well as well. Uh, also had a comment on that one. Oh, it was a mask debate. And we actually lost, I actually lost subscriptions on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up just removing all the comments. Because I didn't want to debate on my YouTube channel about the validity of masks. Uh, And I'll get into a little bit more. I have a couple of news stories that will, you know, back up my reasoning why I don't uh, go out and proactively enforce mask rules at places that I don't have any business doing. (laughs) You don't want people to violently attack you. Yeah, and I have some news stories that'll back up that that's actually what happened. Yeah. So let's 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 hold off on that. Exactly. The <laughs> fact that they would even take the time to debate it on a on a YouTube video about roller coasters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so whatever. The tensions are way too high. People need to stop. Not every hill needs to be died on. Right? Yep. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Uh, Shark Encounter, SeaWorld Orlando 2 in 2020, of course, Manta, POV. And of course, we got to say Gator Wrestling. That's right. We're up to eight. Chris was right. So yes. not only did she watch it, but somebody else watched it too. And guess what? We have one like, and that was Chris's like. <laughs> not even the host of the show like right. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awful. She's but doing it's the Lord's work. <laughs> uh, we're also up to, uh, I think, 96 subscribers at this exact second. Again, like I said, it's been fluctuating. Yeah, but 100, we get a custom URL, so that will be uh, pretty sweet. So we're 96 at the moment. Of course, that could go down. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> In four more, I'll be one-tenth of the way to be able to, being able to monetize my channel. <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, it oh, grows yeah. on itself. So <laughs> close, but so far away. <laughs> Nothing succeeds like success, Tom. Oh, man. A great uh, Raven album. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Or that's nothing exceeds like success. Oh, yes. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, shit. That is true. That is so amazing. You remember Raven (laughs) in that album. (laughs) Ha! I love that one. Oh, man. Also, (laughs) go to our Facebook page. Like us. uh, Vacationer, Stink Parks, and more. Follow us on Twitter, Vacationer Tom. And please... Go out and give us a positive review on iTunes. That would be so much appreciated. Uh, you know, the iTunes algorithm likes that. So uh, please go ahead and do it. Uh, I also, I think I enabled, I, I had a thing come from Amazon saying enable your podcasts on uh, Alexa and Amazon. So I did that. So God knows when and if that will ever happen. So you might be able to listen to it oh, on sweet. Amazon at some point. I don't know. Go check out our sister <laughs> podcast, Movie Zealots. Our last episode just dropped today on Sunday, and it's about Bill and Ted face the music. Was it worth the wait? Listen to that episode and find out. Don't spoil it, Joe. Don't you spoil it. Tell me. <laughs> Sorry, Ian. You got to listen like everyone else. Uh, I know. I, I even have something snarky to say. and I, just I know. I know you were. I know oh. you were. <laughs> now, I do want to say a uh, special thanks to Chris, Dave, and Madison from the YouTube channel, Adventures by D, for joining us on the last episode, episode 91. If you have not listened to that episode, go check it out. It was a really, really fun time. Uh, what, about an hour and 45 minutes of the episode. Then afterwards, we were talking for a while, and I got disconnected somehow. And I assumed you guys were disconnected, but you guys just kept on going. No, we kept going. They, I had no idea that that conversation. They are wonderful people. I, I, love, I just love chatting with them. And you went away and were like, eh, huh. I got, how did I get, I started the chat. So when, when it dropped, when it kicked me out, I assumed it just ended it for everybody. 
but nope. Yeah, I just sent an email. Nope. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's probably a good thing because yeah, because we were chatting for a long time. <laughs> I should have yeah, kept this for a few more minutes. But once you're gone, we're like, okay, now we we probably should end this. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know, in that episode, I seemed down on Disneyland, and I, I I'm not. I, I like Disneyland, but it just seemed like I was like a little. Uh, disparaging to Disneyland. So I don't want that to be the case. I do prefer Disney World over Disneyland. Um, you are definitely an East Coaster. That's... I am. I am. And I do want to have them back on to uh, discuss Halloween stuff and go check out their YouTube channel right now. They're, <laughs> they have some Halloween stuff up, which is wonderful. They also, their latest episode as of recording now is Journey into Imagination, the Epcot ride, which we have never ridden. Joe, you haven't written it, right? There's no way you've written it if I haven't written it. Journey to If you haven't written it, yeah, there's no yeah, way. Yeah, there's no I've... way. I've never written that ride in the all the years, the over a decade of going to those parks, we've never stepped into that ride. What is it? Eh, it's a dark ride. I don't, I don't know. It's, 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 you know, it has figment. Maybe I should watch the video. Yeah, yeah. They have a, they have a whole, yeah, they have a full ride view. I don't know. I don't oh, know if sweet. I want to, though, because I've gone this long without riding it. Do I want to to ruin it with a video before doing it? Am I ever going to really ride it? I have to, right? Yeah. So I don't think you're going to ruin it at this point. I mean, you really just watch it. I got to. I got to. Yeah, because it took went, it took right? so long. How long did it take us to get to on uh, Alan's universe? Or what is it? What was it? Energy adventure? Yeah, Alan's energy adventure. That took years to get on that one before we actually That's rode that. That's where you one. can sleep through, right? Oh uh, yeah, the four or five minutes of heaven. Oh, has a cool dinosaur I scene. I just remember at the beginning of it, there were some dinosaurs, and then I went yes, to sleep. Yes, yeah. I like that ride. I, I miss it. I wish uh, we could go on that again. But that, yeah, that was a nice uh, break in the Air day. Air-conditioned <laughs> and dark. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but go check out Ventures by D. Uh, good people. Uh, good channel. And they have a bunch of theme park stuff between Disney and just Halloween. Like, I watched their... Uh, Halloween. They they went into Spirit Halloween. There, I guess that's already open. The stores are open. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so they went in, gave a whole tour of that. Of course. Oh, you should check out. You know what you should check out? They did their. Um, remember they were talking about Netherworld. That video came mm-hmm. out. So go check that out too. That looked very interesting. Very. Well, we have yeah, to go I down. I haven't been there. on YouTube in like two weeks. I haven't seen anything. Yeah. They have, they they put out a lot of content. They're busy over there. Yeah, we'll have to get with them again uh, coming up next month for a Halloween episode. And like I said, I like to do a Disneyland versus Disney World, like different um, different attractions, head to head, open discussion. That would be fun. And yesterday, and when we were at the park the other day, Ian was talking. Uh, some guy mentioned uh, he likes Bush Gardens. No, no, yeah, Bush Gardens Tampa is better than Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Like their rides are better. Yeah, I think he was. I think he's one of those guys that if he's in the other park, he just like if if it was reversed, he'd say the exact opposite, <laughs> you know, just to get a reaction. Yeah, he, uh, he always likes the other stuff. Yes, uh, that has to be because then Ian and I discussed. You know, we never had an episode where we compared the two, so I think we should uh, an upcoming episode soon do that because that'd be fun. I don't know. You know, with uh, Falcon's Fury and Iron Quasi, they've got a credible case. Yeah, well, but Iron Quasi is not open. I think he was talking about the coasters. Ian, was he talking specifically about coasters or just rides? I think he was like, I think I'm pretty sure he said coasters. Yeah, I think he was just talking about the coasters. So, yeah. Oh well, then Williamsburg has it, baby. Yeah, I would (laughs) say so too. So let's we should have an episode about that and discuss it. Also, Joe, another listener, Vince, reached out and gave you props for the Star Trek reference in episode 90. So you're looking for it. You got it, buddy. (laughs) 
<laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> so thanks. Had to get it. Thanks, Vince, for uh, uh, appreciating Joe's comment because I sure as heck don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get right into a couple of news. You don't stories. have to be a Star Trek nerd, but you do have to speak their language, Tom. You're in uh, computers. Too. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, live long and prosper. Yeah, I know that much. Let's do a couple news stories real quick. Uh, speaking of the uh, guy who decided to tell me to stop complaining about masks in the other uh, Bush Gardens video I did. He bra- also, he bragged about not caring. Okay, so this guy said his significant other works in some industry where she gets tested or he or she, I'm not sure, gets tested every week for COVID. So he knows he doesn't have it. In, in I don't fact, know. Well, there, uh, there is one thing I'd like to mention. Uh, yeah. I work for a lab that yep. actually we did begin COVID testing and we actually do contract out to uh, a particular lab in Texas and we test their employees once a week. Okay. So it's possible Every this Monday person we test their employees. So, all right. So he claims, uh, so he feels like he doesn't need to wear a mask, I guess. Not that anybody would notice or know, unless he has a sticker or something on his face or on his shirt saying I get yeah. tested weekly. I don't know how anyone would know that, so it would make it okay for him to break the rules. But uh, right now, it's not that way. And he bragged about having a beer in his hand the entire event, so that way he wouldn't have to wear his mask. So uh, good for you, buddy. Okay, even though he may feel completely secure, but if the day after you're swabbed, if you get infected, you're infected. Yeah. And apparently, if his significant there, there's no, other... There's no, oh, get tested again next week so i obviously can't be infected now yes and two it's just rude to other people who do not know that you were tested yesterday and it's the rule so just wear the mask (laughs) it's the rule it's a private business it's just rude to other people to not have the mask on because it makes them feel uncomfortable around you and yes if he like if you like to make people feel uncomfortable around you congratulations you've done it I think he has because he decided a fit member of our society and you know, whatever, go <laughs> well, to the white island to... or whatever you guys want to form and yeah. make your own utopia. Well, he likes to, you know, complain on YouTube channel or YouTube comments. So obviously he does. He, he... <laughs> One of uh, his things was that I didn't tell anybody anything. I didn't step up and tell these people to wear their masks properly. Like I should as a, mm-hmm. a patron of the park, <laughs> not, not employee, but a patron. So let's talk about, did you hear about the Sesame Place beating in Langhorne, Pennsylvania? Yes. So a 17-year-old worker was assaulted after reminding two park guests to wear their masks. They suffered a displaced jaw and required surgery because, so this person saw this couple, this man and woman, uh, early in the morning, reminded them to wear their masks properly. Then later on, like at 5 p.m., he did so again. And then Troy McCoy, 39, and Shakira, Shakira? I don't know, Bonds, 31, both of the Bronx were charged with criminal conspiracy, disorderly content, and con- conduct, and harassment. McCoy was also charged with aggravated assault, simple charge, and recklessly endangering another person while Bonds faces additional charge of simple assault. So basically, they just beat up this 17-year-old because he reminded them to wear a mask. See, I mean, these people are these people are sick, honestly. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, and honestly, on your point, Tom, the CDC has even recommended that even employees of stores do not confront people because it's become too dangerous. Yeah. And this guy thinks I should go around and police everybody at the park. Yeah. This guy also carried a beer and wouldn't put a mask on. Yeah. So, yeah. He you... just wants a fight. Yep. 
he, he told you to go do it so he can argue with you and uh, yeah exactly so he can be part of some of you know some freak out youtube video of being a dipshit towards people yep uh, oh yeah and when they went to confront to uh, get the guy <laughs> they gave him the arrest warrant at his home and he barricaded himself in the house <laughs> like oh, that's gonna stop anything <laughs> i love it <laughs> oh wait you want to arrest me here let me lock my door <laughs> You're not getting in now. Well, what's you're okay. only getting more charges again. I mean, what I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you were to they, lock they a door and just have, shoot like, yourself in the head. Right. I mean, if you kill yourself, then that's your that makes sense. Otherwise, you're just oh, that would, delaying that the inevitable. Would be totally fine with me if he wants to do that. I mean, otherwise, <laughs> just sit back. Yeah. Cut the power, cut the water and just wait. Yeah. He's going to have to come out. Right. Shut off his water and power. Hell, back up his damn sewer, right? Uh, yeah. Shut that pipe off. That'd be the funny one. But. Yeah, Man, there you go. It's it's actually ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that, that's people why I don't uh, confront people. Also, uh, there was another one in that same story. There's a Michigan mask dispute where, what was that? It's like somebody got shot. Somebody died. I don't know. People are insane with these masks. And also, yeah, someone went in, shot up a McDonald's because they were refused entry. Yeah, like you guys nuts. I think that what? was Texas. Wow, crazy from the heat. Also, yeah. did you see the cruise passengers that were not allowed back on the MSC ship? So one of the yes. rules, yeah, well, were that you have to like, when, you, when you're doing an excursion, you have to do a ship-approved excursion through them. That way, they can make sure that you don't go off and you're not in approved sections and you're doing what you're supposed to. Well, they went off on their own and they came back on the ship and they said, "Yeah, no, nope, that ain't happening." <laughs> they left without them. <laughs> Wait, hey, right on them. The cruise line cannot have any gray area in this. They have to enforce this strictly or people will abuse it. Just like this guy with the beer walking around the park. It's going to get abused if you don't just say, hey, no, you, you didn't follow the rules. Now make your own, get your own way home because you're not going back on the ship where you're going to uh, endanger everybody else. So. <laughs> and good luck finding an international flight these days. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, man, crazy. Absolutely crazy. But you know what? Good on you, MSC. Everyone has to do that. All cruise lines. They cannot give any leniency because it will, it, you know, anything. You give an inch, they take a mile. The cruise industry has never given anybody any. Yeah, that kid last year that jumped off the balcony in the Bahamas. Yeah. <laughs> said, okay, fine. You're off the boat. Live with it. Yep. You're not getting back on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't blame all right, yeah. Uh, so I think that's all I have. Do you guys have? Oh no, that is all I have. Because guess what? I this morning I got on YouTube and there's a new uh, POV for the Velocicoaster, a new animation by Amusement Insider. So you guys didn't see this, right? Ian, did you see this? I did no. not. All right, let's check it out. I do love the name of that Velocicoaster. Yeah, I don't know if that's Brilliant. official or it's, I don't. What? I'm pretty sure it's not. They, they've never even announced they it yet, announced as far as I'm aware. Yet. So yeah. <laughs> So here's... I hope it is the real name, because that is genius. So this is a little bit of overview. How, how long is this video? All right. Three and a half minutes. So uh, so if you're listening to this, go to uh, YouTube, find out the Amusement Insider, Velocicoaster, Universal's Islands of Adventure, POV animation, and we're going to watch it in real time and comment. So here we go. We're 15 seconds in. So hurry up. Get it. Hurry up. Fast forward. All right, it's going through. Very nice. The cars look cool. I like the cars. Now, they're doing a lot of ad-libbing here because they have, like, um, 
<laughs> they have sound effects and stuff, which I don't know. That has to be all made up at this point. Look at that. Looks sweet. I love how it shoots through those rocks like that. It's obviously a launch coaster, right? Yeah, it has multiple yes. launches. We got lift hill. Oh yeah. Not a lift hill. Well, uh, what, what's it called? High top. top hat. Top hat. Yeah. Top hat. Oh. High. What did you say? High top. High top. It's a I shoe. It's a sneaker. Top. But I meant top hat. Yes, indeed. It's a pair of J's, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Oh yeah. You're upside down for extended period of time. As long as this thing stays smooth, it will be nice. Okay, so yeah, now they have, you hear the sound effects. Uh oh, something's gone wrong. <laughs> Universal, they, all their rides, something goes wrong. They need to have better ride designers. <laughs> Maybe they've broken. It's uh, yeah, all cages. designed by Medry. <laughs> they got to get Newman sitting at the front. Also, they have Chris Pratt voiceover. Oh, look, see? Oh, there's some cheesy effect there. Oh, there's a launch. Here it goes. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. This thing's long, too, because I already watched this once. This thing goes on and on and on. Yeah, it's very terrain. I, I guess you call it a terrain-type coaster because it's just going around this rock work a lot. <laughs> the terrain that they made. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Well, it's nice because, you know, it's like a lot of those coasters that you can just see track, see track everywhere. Yeah, you don't see this anything This is here. like so isolated because, you know, it's just a big knot of track without that rock. Yeah, it looks like it's kind of, you're uh, kind of inside the, the Velopteraptor. Velopteraptor. <laughs> there, you're, you're inside the uh, in, in clo in encampment or whatever it looks like. Yeah, the thing's still going. racing with you and then oh nice i think that's the ending just like cheetah hunt <laughs> just like it uh. <laughs> <laughs> that is really cool so islands of adventure which park is that not the <laughs> not the hhn park not universal studios not the one that you've gone to more times than the other it's the one uh, with it's Hulk. Your your drop it's the one tower. With Hulk. Doom. 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 Oh, okay. Yes, Doom. Ah, yes, the good one. Yes. <laughs> it's got a drop tower. <laughs> yeah, but go check it out if you have not watched that. I mean, that looks that looks amazing. So I am afraid of when that thing opens up, the hour and hours and hours of lines Ooh. that will be in that thing. Oh, my That's Lord. That's why you stay at the premium hotel for the day and get your fast pass. Oh, yeah, you need it. Yes, 100% you need it for that. Did you see uh, this weekend, because it's Labor Day weekend, we're recording this, like every park is maxing out in Orlando. All I the saw that. Yeah. And uh, even oh, nice. Disney Springs maxed out like Saturday or Friday night or something. Like, yeah, went to capacity. So, yeah, the parks uh, this holiday weekend, are <laughs> they got a ton of people. And actually, Bush Gardens, we'll talk about that. This is my biggest fail in these podcast episodes. When I tell you to remind me to say something later, it never happens. 
So let's actually start the you taste know, of Bush Gardens. Here. I'm gonna write this down, Tom. Well, we're gonna start right now. We're gonna talk about it. As right now, we're gonna talk about it. So taste of Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, the event. It started this past Wednesday, Wednesday the second, and we went on the fourth on that Friday. So we have plans to go, or we have passes to go next Friday because this weekend we were planning on going up to Pennsylvania to visit my parents. And at the last minute, we decided not to go. And I looked at the Bush Garden site like on Wednesday, and they still had passes available for Friday evening. So I booked reservations, not passes, they have reservations. So I booked reservations for Friday night, this Friday, and we went instead we're going this Friday. Oh, we went this Friday instead of next Friday. The BGW fans, uh, they posted that people were at the park and they were already at max capacity and they had to wait for people to leave before they can get in on Friday night. Ooh. So, I mean, I understand what they do because I'm guilty of this. The two events, I booked uh, reservations. Like next Friday, I have reservations booked for six, which I'm not going to go. Or, I mean, Ian, I don't know if you and Joe are going to go. But at least... Some of us aren't going, aren't going to go. And the problem is it's very limited capacity. And when you have the word, hey, ticket, these reservations are available, you either book it or you don't go. And like for this case, I had something come up where my plans changed and I had availability to go earlier. So I took that. And if Bush Gardens on their website, if they had anything that had me go in, I could cancel my reservations. I would 100% do that. But I'm not calling their <laughs> customer service to try to cancel. I, I mean, it, would, it would cost them then. <laughs> some amount of money the a some non-zero amount of money that it would cost them to do that and they're not going to and i assure you that if i can't do it on their website that person i'm talking to on the other side of the phone they can't do it either (laughs) because i think they only use the website i don't think they have anything for their uh, internal people (laughs) any internal facing pages to (laughs) to assist anybody (laughs) so i'm not going through the trouble of doing that but uh yeah so apparently they oversell the event. You have to. But could though. you imagine? Yeah, but could you imagine being a person who bought? Yes, a reservation. Bought a reservation. Go. Yeah. Drove all the way down to Williamsburg, and then be told you can't go in. Yeah. Well, they they got compensation. What was it, Ian? Uh, food passes or something? Yeah, free snack. Oh, just one. For when they could eventually yeah. go mm. in, I would be. If I paid money, I, mean, I would not be happy. How can you not be irate if you paid money to get in if you paid and money. weren't allowed to walk through the front door? If I paid money plus $25 parking, yeah, the 45 plus the 25 I'd be irate, yes. But if I were the past member, yeah, I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'll wait. So, yeah, we went on Friday night. We I went in. We got there right around uh, park opening. Parked. A lot of people were in the parking lot. I mean, they also had half the parking lot closed when we showed up. Mm, yeah, that's a valid point. Okay. Yeah, we'll, I'll take that. Uh, and then, so we got into the park. Of course, we walked right in. Joe, you got to watch the video because I'm holding the GoPro recording. I walked through the metal detectors <laughs> with my GoPro recording. Cut him off. <laughs> the guy points at me. The guy looks at me and goes, hey, you're clear. <laughs> I just kept walking like, oh, okay, this, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So, I know, we've we've talked about they're not metal detectors yeah, before. Yeah, I guess it's it's, it's just, just embarrassingly silly at this point. Oh, so I went in and I went to get my because you know the last event I went up before leaving and asked the lady if we could have wrist mounted GoPros and uh, the person at customer service said yes you can. So mm-hmm. I had my wrist mounted GoPro in hand or on wrist rather, went up to get my pass so that way I could wear it on the rides, and she proceeded to tell me 
that those are not permitted at Bush Gardens Williamsburg. <laughs> I said, oh, I said, I'm sorry. I was just told at the last event that we this is permitted. She said, nope, you can't have it. I tried to do it yesterday and they wouldn't let me. I'm like, okay, I'm not sure how that's <laughs> okay. Well, then there you go. <laughs> like that example had to, yeah, show me like, uh, whatever. I wanted to go back in the, the night and ask somebody else. And I'm sure they'd be like, oh, no, no. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> the problem is there's no yeah, one. Of course. There's no, I, I couldn't even call Bush Gardens right now to get clarification on the policy because whoever I talked to wouldn't know. There's just no, Yeah. there's just, I don't know if there is any policy at Bush Gardens. There's no policy I'm sure that, that anybody knows. Individual shift manager gets to decide all park policies on their own. Their Orlando parks, they don't require the stupid pass. They just they they just let you go in and you know if you have it the approved. I'm not sure. I guess they tell people what the approved is, but I don't. know. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. So I was very disappointed about not being able to get some footage because let me tell you something. Uh, when you're on Verbolton, you can look across the uh, river and see Pantheon. That's a beautiful sight. It'd been nice to be able to record that. Unfortunately, I was unable to. Uh, so we got into the park, and the first thing we did, of course, was the scoot. Because the first time this season, we get to ride the log <laughs> plume. So we rode that. So as we were getting on, okay, so we went right around park opening, and no, there's no line. We walked right on. In fact, we got to do back-to-back rides because there was no one in line, so we didn't have to get out, which was awesome. And as we were getting into the flume, the employee said, at the bottom of the lift hill, you can take your mask off. Just make sure you have it on before you get back out of the flume. And we're like, okay, awesome. So we rode it twice. It was fantastic. We got out and we continued on our day. We went back later in the evening and rode it one more time. There was a bit of a longer line, but not too bad. And as we're getting to the flume, this gentleman, this other person who's working there, didn't tell anybody anything. Like, So if, you, if that was the first time you were riding it, you were not aware that you were allowed taking it off at the bottom of the lift hill. Now... We proceeded to do that, even though we weren't told, because we knew from the other person that you were allowed. And all the people, uh, you know, you know, they have those people sitting, there's different parts of the flume, and they wave at you as you get by. Mm-hmm. They were fine. And the one guy was really good, right? He was talking to every log flume person, asking him questions and stuff, and really, he's engaging with them. I believe they like to be called flumies. <laughs> flumies, okay. <laughs> this flumie was really good, as opposed to the flumie who was at the top of the, the first lift hill. The first time we went, he was, I guess because of the sun, the way he was coming, he was literally facing with your his back to the flume. Like he was facing the other direction, like looking at Invader. We rode it twice back to back. Both times, we never saw this guy's face. He was just looking in the other direction. So I'm not sure what his purpose, his job was, but I don't think he was doing it very well. Unless it was to check out Invader. <laughs> I don't think it was. But yeah, I love that ride. Log flume. Uh, and do you have anything to say? Uh, everyone was complimenting my Killer Clowns from Outer Space shirt. Oh, yes. He yeah. wore his uh, HHN 28 Killer Popular. Clowns from uh, <laughs> Outer Space. And yeah, everyone, all the young kids loved it. No one said a word nice. about my Vacationeers shirt. <laughs> oh, I didn't mention. We have new uh, Vacationeers merch on Amazon. I'll put the links in the uh, <laughs> description of this episode. We have a new Vacationeers logo shirt and a new Vacation Scares shirt, which... Uh, <laughs> I myself have not bought either yet, but I'm about to. Purple. I ordered one immediately. Yes, yes. You got the vacation scares, and I'm. I hate. I hate to buy the same shirt that you buy, but the purple does really look good. So I I don't know. I may have to buy the purple too. So I hate to do that, but and then I'm going to get the vacationers as well. So uh, yeah, if you want to, 
I, it's not even really support the show because I think I make like a dollar or, or <laughs> I make under $2 for each of those. So I don't price them up very high. I just price them basically at cost. So I'm not making uh, <laughs> any real money. But if you just want to have a vacation airs or vacation scares shirt, by all means, go ahead. I'm going to definitely get the vacation scares and I'll probably get a couple of family members uh, vacation scares. Ian, do you want a vacation scare shirt? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I would. <laughs> have you seen it? Uh, I didn't. Did you change it from what I saw last? Because you had me look at it. Oh, yeah. No, that's the same. Yep. That's okay. It. Yeah. So, yeah, I've seen it. We'll have to make sure we get those bought and uh, shipped before, hopefully, the October Bush Gardens Halloween event. Then when we go, we can wear it. That'd be awesome. I got it in like three or four days. Yeah, usually those take longer. Game. So I, that's, I was amazed when you said you got it as quickly as you did. Uh, what else did we do? Alpengeist. Alpengeist was loading all rows, just like uh, Bush Gardens Tampa. Montu. Montu. Yeah. So they're riding or loading all rows. So I guess they figure the inverts don't spread Corona. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's it. Well, it's Corona's upside down and scared. So, <laughs> but this, I, I think was it your tweet that you tweeted, "Hello, old friend." Ah, uh, yes. I truly enjoyed that. <laughs> I, I looked at that. It just made me smile. I was like, "Oh my god, that's funny." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so nice to get back in that section of the park, and just in general, like, oh, uh, Germany. We walked through Germany. It's sad though because basically where that gift shop is, they've it fenced off, mm-hmm. so you can't go back to Oktoberfest. None of the games are going. So it's kind of a shell of Germany, but still, you get to walk through Germany. You get to go into Germany, which I, I think that's my favorite part of the park. I don't know. I, that that or Italy. I don't know. Because I like Italy, but mainly Italy because of, you know, Paul Sherry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's got the ride. But <laughs> Germany has the best atmosphere. Yes. It just feels so good yes. to be back there. Yes, it feels wonderful. The games and the polka bands playing. Yeah, just, yeah. Yes, yes. Very nice. I like that area. So I was happy to get back there. Saddened that it wasn't all of Germany, but it was it was good nonetheless. Yeah, but Alpengeist was a good time. Verbolten, we went to ride that. Of course, it was down it was down for a while, and then it came back up, and we got to ride it. There was no audio in the building. <laughs> we went through with no audio. Luckily, so they rode. There's two trains running with four rows in each train. And luckily, our train that we rode which was the first train after it going, it went down the, the four, our groups, our people that were in it, we all got to the drop area and it was the wolves. So we're all, we're doing the hound sound like, Oh, so we made our own. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So is Verbolton going to be the new Loch Ness monster where only the old timers remember that there used to be effects on this ride and always wondering. Oh, if no, they'll be on. no, no, no. Well, it just came up from being down for well over an hour. Right. And I mean, it was down for a while. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's what, I mean, there's no way they're not going to have, I mean, there's going to have, I mean, the audio is, audio is just audio. I mean, you hit play on it. You know, I can't imagine that being permanently down. <laughs> but I, I, I just can't help but just envision that ride at some point where, you know, the audio doesn't work and like the video, the eyes stop popping up and there's just like one dim bulb in the back where you can kind of see what's <laughs> happening inside where you shouldn't. Well, the worst would be like if the audio is running and it's a different scene at <laughs> the like one thing, like you have the wolves howling and it's like the, I don't know, the storm or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's halfway off. Yeah. Uh, but they also watch the video, Joe, you'll see for the social distancing in the queues. Verbolton, for example, they roped off. You know how you have the switchbacks? They roped off like a couple mm-hmm. of switchbacks. So your switchbacks are basically extended. They're longer. Like there's more oh, distance nice. between them. They did that for that. They did it for the log flume. 
Um, Alpen Geist, there really isn't anything because you just kind of walk up and you go right in. So you don't have that. Uh, but yeah, so they did a good job for social distancing on that. Also, uh, in general, I say the mask wearing was good. Uh, there were one or two people who didn't have it over their nose, but m- most majority did have it up. And even like, because my, my concern was during this food and wine festival type event that people would just be like just walking around the park munching and you know, not wearing the mask. And where there was a couple, few and far between, most people got their food, sat down at a table and ate it. So, oh, nice. Yeah, that, that was good. Also, the 2020 well, merch. Virginia as a whole has done very well with that, honestly. Yes, indeed. Also, the 2020 merch was 70% off. The mugs were, what, 16 bucks? So you're talking about like five bucks for a mug. It was a pretty nice mug. The shirts were 21. So you're talking about under 10 for a shirt for all the 2020 merch. Pretty nice. They have, and they had little snow globes. How much were those? Eight or nine bucks. So those things would be like three or four bucks. I almost got a snow globe, but they're the really little, little ones. They're kind of, I mean, what am I mm-hmm. going to do with that thing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'd do with it. So I didn't get it. I mean, 2020 merch might be really great, you know, but just, just as a plague year souvenir, because there's going to be so little of it in the future. Yeah, I mean, yeah, somebody could go in there and just buy it all and just try to you know, wait a year or two and then try to resell it. <laughs> you know, after we get through it, like, look at this, 2020, be cool. You know, I went to I mean, at some point, anything 2020 is going to be a collector's item, right? I, I guess. Because the year is so shitty. At, I think at some point. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's a... Of course, we don't have 9-11 toys yet. So we <laughs> oh, my <laughs> yeah yeah oh man yeah too soon <laughs> what was that uh 2001 right was that 19 years ago was that 2001 holy yes it was God. 2001 what what <laughs> well, i'm supposed to know the what year that was by the yes. top of my head uh, a lot of events happen <laughs> in my life ian i'm an old man 9 11 is a pretty often yeah, event yeah. well 9 11 was one of the many awful things that happened <laughs> <laughs> It's just one of many. You just got to live long enough to where it doesn't stand out, Ian. Yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Simpsons episode where Homer and Bart and Bart's like, this is the worst day of my life. He goes, oh, it's the worst day of your life so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true. All right. So let's talk about this Taste of Bush Gardens. Let me read some literature off their website. Wednesdays and Thursdays, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Fridays, Sundays, and Labor Day. Oh, so Friday through Sunday. It's 11 through 3 p.m. And then a second session, 5 to 9 p.m. So it's two different reservations you'd have to have if you want to do both days. Not sure why anyone would ever do. Well, I guess this taste one, you may be. Uh, no, not even that. But I hope that they have a lunch menu and a dinner menu because that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> that would be good. Get people to come back twice, right? Uh, it says, sip, sample, and soar at the taste of Bush Gardens. Select dates, September 2nd to 27th, including Labor Day. Culinary adventures await at the world's most beautiful theme park. While the general park remains closed, park guests can dive into fun and new flavors during this all-new specially ticketed outdoor event. Enjoy a delicious culinary fusion of food and wine festival fan favorites, new twists on traditional park entrees, plus wine tastings, and specialty beverages not normally served in the park. Park guests will have plenty of open space to enjoy six villages, including Oktoberfest, Rheinfeld, 
Ireland, Scotland, France, and New France. While taking in the thrills of four iconic roller coasters, log flume ride, high flying, scream and swing, and other fun filled rides. And of course, you have your reservations you have to have, and tickets start at $44.99 per person, has $25 parking. Um, yeah, so that's the general gist of it. So they have a food sampling card, which I looked into before going to the park. I just want to see how much it was. And it was $30 for five samples. I think that's what it was. It broke down basically $6 a sample. Plus you had a fee, so it was like $33. So a little over $6 per sample. And I figured, that's not, I'm not getting a deal on that. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like I'm getting much of a, a benefit there. Because I, try, I put it in my cart and I try to uh, check out. And I didn't get, I wouldn't let me do a past member discount. So I figured I could probably get the same price, if not better, if I went to the park, used my past member discount, and I paid, you know, right there per item. So we, and I'm glad we did, because what ended up happening, we wouldn't have went through all of our stuff. So in France, they have they have a sangria garden, which, yeah, I'm not a fan of sangria in the least, so that didn't uh, appease me at all. And in the was it La Fritas, you know, that the fry shop. They, they have it opened as old country fries where they have Italian fries, English fries, German fries, Irish fries, and draft beer. So they have that open as one of the booths. They have decadent delights. This is where we did eat. This is, they have beignets, cookie dough, cone, cannoli, and specialty drinks. So we had a, uh, we had the beignets, which were very good. And yeah, they're really good. Were those the same ones from the food and wine yes. previous years? Yep. Oh, so good. So good. And we also tried, so that was $6. So that was your base price. And then we got a cookie dough cone. Now, Joe, oh man. So this is a waffle cone that they fill with cookie dough. And then they put <laughs> chocolate syrup, caramel, uh, sprinkles, and whipped cream on it. I love cookie dough. And I like waffle cones. But that is, well, so here's the problem. So Ian and I got, we got the beignet, cookie dough cone, and one of those stupid apple ciders because the, the only beer they had was IPA and I was not about to drink that, but I wanted something to drink. So I got that apple cider crap and I am not a fan of that at all. I don't like that to begin with, but to mix that with my cookie dough cone, it's not a good combination. <laughs> so we get that. So the plan is for us to split everything evenly for Ian and I. So Ian and I were the only ones that went. Jill was off at school and my wife was going to go, but uh, she had a headache, so she didn't go. So it was just Ian and I, and we're going to split. So we split the beignets equally. So we had like what? One and a half. I think that four, whatever it was. Yeah, three. Three. Yeah. So yeah, we had one and a half each. And then we started eating the cone together because, you know, we'd scoop it out. And Ian had like three bites. Two. Two bites. And he's like, oh, I can't eat anymore. He didn't like it. He tasted peanut butter or something. I don't know. I was like, oh man, <laughs> that means I have to eat this whole cone after eating half the beignets. So I did. And I, uh, yeah. I did not feel so well. Plus, especially with that apple, that stupid orchard apple cider crap. Oh, man. I mean, honestly, right now, seriously, my stomach's a little, like, it's like a little queasy from just thinking about it. I, I hope I didn't ruin myself on cookie dough because I love cookie dough. Like, when my wife makes cookies, don't put them in the oven. Let me just eat the dough. <laughs> no, and I'm, I'm in favor of cookie dough, but the cookie dough that's found in, like, the cookie dough ice cream and stuff is fully cooked. It's not... Yes cookie dough it's something else and i worry that this is that something else uh, i mean it was good but you know, they had not quite the same. they had a bunch of you know they had, you know like i said they had and this if you add chocolate caramel and whipped cream to it oh my goodness 
uh, in, served in a waffle cone. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot. I'm not gonna lie to you. It, it was a lot. So it was, so for the drink and those two items, it was $21 and that was with a discount. So I got the discount. So it was $6 for the beignets. I think it was nine for the, or eight. So eight Ian or nine. It was eight, eight, $8 for the cone. And then whatever the drink was, but you know, you know, you get the, you get the sampler card and if you'd, you think, Oh, well this, this beer is, you know, $6, you know, I, I pay $6 and I get the same beer that, that you would get paying for nine or $10, but it's not the case. Cause they give you a sample cup. So you get less. Yeah. They give the, you don't yeah. get a full drink. You don't get a full drink, which, you know, in this case I would have appreciate it because <laughs> oh yeah I, I am not a fan of that apple cider I, I don't know if i told you that <laughs> but anyway so yeah we ate that and unfortunately that was our first and last food that we ate because after eating that i just i did not feel well it was too much i wanted more i wanted to eat something there's so much stuff that I, I wanted to try also in france they have labelle wine tasting which and i'm not a wine drinker so really they, they i guess that old old country i could have got a draft beer in there but ireland they had bangers in oh god see this is awful bangers and cool canyon i don't know what that is my bangers i know that gamba fritters uh mushy oh boy yeah <laughs> they have dumplings signature drinks they have a sort vast assortment of global beers on tap so ireland has some more stuff uh look it looked pretty good but nothing really jumped out. Like I, let me tell you, if they had the Mexican um, tacos from the food and wine, I'd have been all over that because man, those were so good. I'd have loved those. Oh, those shrimp tacos. Yeah, I remember those. Oh my lord, those oh, were I do. heaven. That, that was the best part of the food and wine. Those shrimp oh, tacos. Oh man, so good. Then in uh, New France, they had Lucumades. Wow, <laughs> this is just awful. <laughs> I apologize to everyone for my inability to pronounce words uh steak chimichurri uh jerk chicken slider rosetto and draft beer and more wines again um the jerk chicken i had i had those jerk chicken sliders last year at the food and wine and they were good but uh you know i like i said they weren't good enough for me to eat on a upset stomach after eating a bunch of cookie dough <laughs> and they had a bunch of wine i just can't believe you started with the dessert well we were there we're like, oh, we'll just eat this and then uh, move on. Because we, we, we didn't want to have to backtrack, you know what I mean? So we're already there. So we're like, all right, well, this is where we'll start. And if Ian would have held up his part of the deal, I think I would have been fine. If you'd ate half of it, things would have been fine. But uh, yeah, nope. That's all they have listed for the food, which is probably about right. Is that right, Ian? That sounds about right. That's all I can food. think of. Yeah. So it says they have 15 new tasty food selections plus uh, 30 plus beers, wines, and specialty drinks. Which sounds about right. So there isn't a lot of food going around. I mean, it's obviously it's a abbreviated food and wine. And I don't know about these passes that you buy six dollars. It looked like everything was base price six dollars. Is that right, Ian? Yeah. So actually, it, it would work out, I guess, because well, not. So here's the thing: you get the discount. You don't get the discount if you buy the card, but you get a discount at the booths. So if you have a pass, if you have a membership, was it 10%? I don't even know what you get off, to be honest with you. You do get a discount. So if you're buying things that are $6 each, you're better served to buy them at the kiosk than to buy the prefab card. Because also the card, there's, what, three, three and a half dollars of uh, service fees associated with it. So you don't get out at $30. It's like 33 and change. So you're paying a little more for the convenience of having this card. 
And if everything's base six, like I said, the, obviously the drinks are more, but it's not apples to apples or apple drink to apple drink because you're only getting a sample cup as opposed, yeah, for $6, you get a sample. For $10, you get the full pint or 12 ounces, whatever. I'm not sure what the size cup that is. So you're, it's not the same thing. You know what I mean? So it's hard to place value on that pass, whether it's worth it or not. I'd say probably... So how was it? Is it 10% more convenient to use the card? Uh, well, I mean, they have touchless. Is it, I mean, is you, it difficult to pay or anything? Or no, because with the pay, you can, use the, punch the card? you can use your Samsung Pay and stuff, so you can just tap the thing and go. In fact, they encourage people to use touchless system paying. They don't want you to pay for cash. So they, you know, all that's enabled. So, I mean, if you got your Apple Pay or Samsung Pay or whatever you use, where you just tap the phone, you don't, it's just as convenient. So it's really hard to say. I guess you have to really look at what you're buying and uh, <laughs> what you're doing. Also, <laughs> I just I just remembered. So as we drove in for parking, you know how they give you your like your your parking slip. They gave me a okay here for on the receipt for my preferred parking. It says Bush Gardens is not responsible for fire, theft, damage, or loss of vehicle, including any articles left within the vehicle. <laughs> What? What a. <laughs> I love it. It says weapons, knives, other types of sharp objects, coolers, and hazardous items or materials are not permitted in the park. Please leave any unnecessary items secured in your vehicle. Well, I guess if it's a, it's if it's sentimental, you shouldn't though, because they just told you that they're not responsible if somebody steals it. I, I thought that was interesting. I don't know if that's always on there or not, but that seems a little uh, crazy. It sounds like a fairly standard disclaimer, right? Uh, yeah, I guess it seems all over the top, though. Fire, <laughs> like like the car going missing altogether. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, where am I parking I mean, this car at? My first renter's insurance policy. I was like, yeah, I I, I read the whole thing just because I was bored in an apartment on a Saturday. Wow. Um, and they like it was covered against like a spacecraft landing on it. <laughs> wow, like that crazy, is crazy provisions. I like that. I like that. Wow, that's good stuff. I guess we can give our general thoughts of this event. So, Ian, you, you start. The, you start. All right. Uh, my general thoughts are: this event is definitely better than the last event. Oh, not even, not even question. Hands, hands down. I wouldn't recommend this event if you plan on going to the Halloween event, or if that's what you, you might as well just hold off for that. If you're a Halloween person. Yeah, uh, the interesting thing is I don't know if there's enough food and wine elements in this event that if you're a fan of the food and wine festival, this would be enough to go to this event. Yeah. It's very limited. Like I said, we went through them, and there's not a lot. So you're so not what really spreads that itch if you wanted to go in and sample all the foods? I mean, I mean this you could do <laughs> cheaply, I guess, or cheaper than a normal event because... But again, you only have four. You have a four-hour block. You don't have all day at Bush Gardens to go around all the booths. I mean, you have to kind of eat it all in a very small you gotta really amount of time. Really try to eat it all at one time. Yes, right? yeah. And if you're eating that cookie dough cone, forget about it. <laughs> don't try to eat that thing by yourself. <laughs> Start going in the other direction. You got to end at the cookie dough booth. I couldn't imagine trying to eat that full though. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, like I said, talking about it now, I, I I'm getting a little nauseous. So. Maybe you shouldn't have read anything in the flyer. Oh, yeah, that's the other problem, though. See, we're leaving. I didn't feel good, and we're walking out, and we we walked by Finnegan's Flyer, and there was zero wait. There was no one in line. 
I'm like, Ian, we got to do it. So we wrote it. Oh, that was not good. <laughs> <laughs> that was a huge mistake. Oh my God. I got off that thing and I thought it's going to die. I'm like, oh, I didn't feel good before. I really didn't feel good after Finnegan's Flyer. Man, that was, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> that was not yeah, pleasant. Let, let's have four or five beers and then some yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll get on this ride. Here we go. Oh my God. That was just so bad. So bad. Yeah. But yeah, this event, it, yeah, it doesn't really, I mean, if you love, if you're a foodie and you're all about, you know, these events, it'd probably be worth it for you, even if it is a small, just because it's something, you know, it's, it's not, you're not gonna get the full experience, but you're gonna get something. And for you, it's probably worth it. If you're trying, if you want to experience a food and wine type event, this is, yeah. I mean, honestly, I personally, I would wait for the October event over. If I had to choose between this and the October event, assuming the October event happens and assuming that it's a Halloween event, I would 100% choose that over a small sampling of food and wine. So if you were not a past member, would you go to this? Mm, I wouldn't. Uh, I can't justify the yeah, honestly, the ticket f- pricing and also the parking. Yeah, the parking, yeah, because you're looking at 45 plus 25. That's so already $70. $70 for a couple to go, and then you still haven't got your food. <laughs> yeah, and you have four hours to do it, so you got to kind of cram it all into one little... Yeah, so uh, it becomes a, yeah but for a couple, it'd be, what, $150 to share one card share one card yeah the food card there are six samples right oh oh yeah if you want to do that yeah Yeah. so it's what a hundred and fifty three dollars or something for a couple to go that seems like a lot definitely yeah Yeah, i'd I'd say so the best thing about food and wine is you can just graze all day you can go you can start out in the morning have some food go ride some rides afternoon have some food ride some rides go in the afternoon you know see some shows go this is in a four-hour span, so you can't do that. You, know, the, you have to rush it. Because yeah, yes. I remember Food was the best of Bush Gardens. That's the generally. longest we've ever stayed at Bush Gardens, at Food & Wine. Because yeah. we're usually and in and was, out. It was fun and fresh the whole time, right? I mean, there wasn't yes. rides and leave. That's the appeal to Food & Wine for me, is that it, it you know brings me into the park to do something other than ride the rides. Because I've ridden the rides millions of times, so... It's not that appealing to me. And like when we usually go to Bush Gardens, we're in and we're out. You know, we get there when a park opens and we're out by, you know, noon, one o'clock. We're done. Or this event, we were there for the most all day and we had a blast. Yeah, this, you know, it's kind of it's kind of abbreviated. It's smaller amount of food, smaller hours. I guess, we, you know, it kind of fits, but I'd definitely go the Halloween. I mean, it sucks that there's really nothing Bush Gardens can do about it, right? I mean, they're no. so limited what they can do especially with the state only allowing what is it, a thousand people yeah yep. that's not many people for a park that big no that's not many people at all I, I you know the rides they have available also so much better than the last event you know Verbolton's always a good time the scoots the scoots was open uh yeah it was really good so we're hoping in october if they do that event they'll open up italy give us a little bit of paulo's chariot that would be glorious yeah, we'll have to uh, wait and see when they announce the October event. Uh, can't wait. Because let me tell you something. It was not as hot this time as it was when we went for the September event. No, Octo- August event. But it was still hot. <laughs> it was well, hot. the last this summer. I mean, this last week. I mean, cause, but this morning it cooled down and like, hey, it's reasonable now. But oof, this week was tough. Oh, yeah. It's been a hot, humid week up here in VA. So. Yeah, 
uh, this event, it's it, they're doing better. I think they definitely learned from the last event. And, uh, you know, by October, man, they should be in full gear. So if they do Halloween, October, they're going to do Christmas, November, and December, you think? They're going to do two months of Christmas events? And they really have to, right? I mean, they could just do nothing in November. and just Or maybe don't like they, late November. Don't they usually close in between Hello Scream and... No, they're open Christmas on week. Down? They're open on weekends, and they'll have like beer fest. But they already had their craft brews event, so they can't do that. Yeah, I'm not sure. There may be a couple weeks off. I don't know. If I were them, I'd try to just keep it rolling though. Make as if, if, if these events are profitable, which I presume they are because they're having more of them. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, it makes no sense not to be open just every weekend. every nickel out of it you can. Yeah, right? you got to be open I mean, every weekend until the end of the year, right? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense not to be because you got the staff. I mean, you got everything you need, so put them to work. Make some money. Um, yeah, I think it's a, it was a good thing. We, funny, we were walking out of the park, what is it, between 7.30 and 8. And as we were leaving, there was like nobody like at the, the security. Like all the security are kind of like sitting on one bench. Like you couldn't see anybody. <laughs> like it was very strange. <laughs> it, was, it was like abandoned. It was a good time. Yeah, I, I think that's about it. I don't think there's anything else to add. So uh, to Joseph, the YouTube uh, watcher. I hope we answered your questions. Uh, the food and wine, he said he's going in a couple of weeks. I hope you have a good time when you go. Yeah. And, you know, reach out to us. Let us know what you think. That would be wonderful. We'd love to, you know, you got come on, talk about your experience at the uh, food and wine booths. That would be fantastic. But I think that'll wrap it up for this episode. So thanks to my panel for joining me. And until we stream again, Bush Gardens Williamsburg, make sure your October event has Apollo's Chariot open. That is a must. And... Keep making memory. Right on. And have a Six Flags day. Thanks for listening to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationeerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationeers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production.